All right, Eddie, I am going to give you a chance. Uh, you you want to start this off or should I? Oh, no, go ahead, man. Dang. Look, look fam, go come ahead, on, man. come on. Nah, well, dude, one dude, time dude. for the one time. Just do, do your thing, man. Go ahead and do your, uh, you know, you got to do your kawaii. No, nah, I, I want to see if you can do it, man. What, the kawaii thing? It, yeah. Hell no, I can't do that. Come on, man. I mean, I do I'm it. Not ta- I'm not talking about the laugh. I do it making fun of you, but I don't do that all the time. I'm not walking around here. What it do, baby? Like, no. Nah, yeah, I mean, kind of just did it, but what it do, <laughs> baby? Yeah. Uh, you know uh, we back. You know, sorry we took a slight hiatus. You know, we got caught up. You know, filming Sneaker of the Year for uh, Sneaker Talk. Or actually, that's only going to be called Sneaker of the Year. We're making some changes uh, on a little about that another time. But, you know, we back. Me, Eddie, Oldhead, and the Youngin. I don't even remember which episode this is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, we do have a special guest with us. You know, I'm glad he can make it finally because we wanted to get him on once we got back from our SEMA trip. The infamous Wesley Davis in the building. Hello, uh, man. You know, local celebrity, dog. You know, endless media, endless media in the building, dog. Greetings, hello, everybody who is listening, my beautiful people out there. Don't be acting like that. Nah, bro, nah, bro, he, fa- he famous, dog. He famous now. Uh, I'm not, I'm not necessarily famous. I just associate with people who have a little bit of uh, fame to them. Cut chasing that Nah, dude. Hey, how you gonna see here tell me you ain't famous, but man, this man over here, like, man, I'm cool with Halcyon, dog. Man, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was cool with the Hoonigan, man. Like, oh, I'm cool wow, with okay. Gary King. I'm cool with her. Man, I'm getting cool with Adam Milsey. Adam Milsey's manager knows me. <laughs> like, um, you know, honestly, it just feels like it's kind of crazy that we're even having this conversation because I feel like these were the people that I watched when I was a kid. And we would always talk about, oh, did you see a new video or like whatever they're doing? And now I'm like sending you selfies with them and stuff. I know, right? I think I think that's kind of so, Eddie. Have I ever told you how me and him actually met? No. So crazy enough, we were um, like at a meeting for a religious meeting, mm-hmm. and we just both happened to be in the bathroom, and I hear him talking about cars, and I'm like. Oh, wait snap, a, you a car wait, guy, too? Wait a minute. Wait I know, minute, I know, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> so, y'all, so y'all standing in there holding y'all's dicks. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> yo. Yo. I knew, yo, did you see the yo. smirk? Did you see the smirk on my face, bro? Honestly? I just, oh. I just found the story, bro. I know. But I'm like, oh, oh this dude, Eddie's going to say yeah. something so but wrong. But for one, bro. if you want to know, I was washing my hands. We were both washing our hands. They got like the double sink thing. Yeah. That oh. is true. It's <laughs> very true. I, I was just telling that story. I could, I could hear Eddie. Uh, I, I know. Could, I could see the smoke coming out of Eddie's ears. Oh, uh, but. No, <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, you know, we had to talk and then he's like, man, like, I wonder who's a uh, red FRS that is in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, that's mine. He's like, Word, <laughs> like, oh man, ever since then, man, you know, had to 
take the youngin under my wing, man, you know, introduce him to uh, the car scene out mm-hmm. here. You're welcome, by the way. Don't Thank forgive you. me when you get famous. I mean, even though you already are famous. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Devontae's my debut into the car world. Like, um, genuinely not trying to be sappy, but <laughs> if it weren't for Devontae, I genuinely would not be where anywhere close to where I'm at today. He, he was the one that helped me film my first car show um, and do all of my pretty much major things in the car community. I got my first client from Devonte. I met Jay through Devonte, um, and I was able to kind of network my way up through the car world. But the biggest, biggest thing was him taking me to SEMA for the first time because we used our, our collaborative efforts to get us places that only we could get to, you know what I mean, by our networking skills. So if it weren't for Devonte, I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at right now. Oh, give him a hug. Oh, I love you, bro. <laughs> No, that that's cool though, man. That he that he got you uh took you took you under his wing. Mm. You know, it's like we we all have that uh that person that kind of gets us into the scene, mm-hmm. and then it's you just kind of go from there. So it's like that's cool that y'all are actually still cool because I mean, you know, my boys that got me into the scene, you know, that I don't even know where they at anymore. I've, lo- <laughs> I've lost a lot of friends over the years, but. Devontae and I have always been pretty uh, tight. Well, I mean, I think it's just outside of, you know, the car world. Like, we're still cool, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, that definitely helps. But also, I mean, it's just like, you know, it, you saying, like, you know, you lose friends and all that. I think it's so interesting how that happens in the car world. Because it's like, typically, it'd be over some of the dumbest stuff mm-hmm. you would ever think of. But oh, yeah. I've lost quite a few friends in the car world just over, like, switching up what I drive. Yeah, like, it's just weird. But, you know, it's like, it is what it is, man. I think being so young in the car community, too, like, when we met, I was, like, 14. Oh, yeah. So. That's about when I got into it. That's what I'm saying. So, I I lost a lot of, I lost a lot of friends just outgrowing people. You know what I mean? Changing when when you change your personality oh, as you get older, it's, it's easy the saying is best, man. When you start getting some notoriety or you get famous, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not everybody can come with you. I mean, me personally, as like with the losing friends, like I like you said, you change. I think at the heart of me, I'm still the same dude. Mm-hmm. Like. How I'm, so know, it's other I'm, people. Changing would you it, say? You know? Would you say it's more of like you were leveling up and people just it was out of jealousy? Uh yeah, I would say a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's you fair. know, because you get like you know, you start off with a certain car and then you get something or you build something better and then you get like a a better car to build and it's like they're still kind of you know messing around with the same old stuff or. They still have the same car. They haven't done anything new. They haven't changed nothing. It's like they don't, they haven't evolved. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it's like I, I went through, you know, a, quite a few evolutions in the game. You know, it's like I started no off intended. with imports and, you know, then it was, you know, my first car was rear wheel drive. And then I started messing with front wheel drive. And then I got into all wheel drive. And, you know, now I have. A, a V8, and you know, it's, it's, I've kind of, you know, I try, I've always been one of those guys that I respect like any car. If it's a dope car, it doesn't matter where it comes from. If the car is dope, it's dope. So it's like, I, 
always wanted to, you know, from hell, the age of 20, I was like, I want to have a five-car fleet. Back then, I liked SUVs more than trucks. So I was like, I want an SUV to have, you know, and then I was like, I want an all-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, and my Nissan's rear-wheel drive, which I still own. And I wanted an American, you know, something with a V8, something muscle car-like. So, I mean, I've been able to almost accomplish that. I still got a, still got one more to go to, to complete the fleet. That's fair. That's so, fair. Uh, just a quick disclaimer for the listeners. We mainly going to be talking about car stuff. So, uh, oh, sneaker yeah. stuff kind of going like it. Maybe, maybe. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> it probably won't happen, but we'll see. But, nah, nah, I, I feel you, though, bro, and, uh, yeah, sadly, that's just how this game goes, man, I mean, I, I wouldn't really say I've lost a lot of friends in the car world, I think it's just, like, it was more so we just stopped talking, but, you know, if I see them every once in a while, like, there's no, like, beef or anything, like, yeah, so, that's well, kind of, I, I would say this, the, what's when, up? when I was in high school, I had uh, like a real tight group. It was me, uh, my boy TJ, Oscar, Ryan, Justin, and Jason. We were like, you know, I'm saying Joey, God rest his soul, and we were all like always together. Like we always were chilling, and you know, Joey's dead now. Uh, Oscar's in Florida. Me and him still talk. Uh, Justin and Jason, I still talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, I don't know where he is anymore. Uh, and then TJ, I don't know where he is either. Like, I haven't heard anything from him in probably like 10 years. But, you know, I still talk to a handful. And then, you know, when I was in the military, uh, I had a, a good group of guys that I was cool with that were in the cars when I was in Colorado I still talked to a, you know a few of them still my boy Andrew Dustin you know uh Alan I still talk to those guys uh I talk to Daryl still him and him and Brian every once in a blue moon but you know we still keep in touch here and there him them and Angel and then uh we go to Ohio there's nothing there I was like miserable as hell for the first couple of months and then I started meeting <laughs> I, I happened to randomly come up on a car meet and I mean uh, all of the friends that I have in Ohio were all car guys and I mean I, that whole crew that I was tight with then I still talk to pretty much all of them now so I mean if you meet people that are like you know you build that genuine friendship with them oh, yeah. like even beyond cars like, those are the people that, that stay in your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's too. like, take me and uh, Austin, for example. Me and him got cool through uh, AZ86. And, I mean, still to this very day, we're very cool. I mean, dude openly invited me to come work out of his shop just due to us being cool. And, obviously, us building that relationship, like, outside of business, I mean... Me and that dude have been cool for roughly, like, I want to say just over five years now. So, yeah. 
Yeah. I would say John. Well, you you met John oh, yeah. this year. Shout out to Big Bro. Yes, sir. Like John. I John expect is, you to be at SEMA with us next year. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you coming this year? Exactly. But he um, me and him have that that friendship that is like outside of cars. Like when I met him, we actually didn't even meet on no car shit. And he wasn't even into cars at all. Like I was the one who. Oh wow, that's funny. Into, like, I I was I was kind of like the, the the big bro in that situation. You know, I took him under my wing and brought him into the car scene, and you know he he liked it and he just dove headfirst into it. And I mean, and now he's like a full blown car guy. And <laughs> but I mean, we had we had already had that friendship building before the car scene and then even now you know it's like we talk about all types of shit so it's like it's not just a you know you meet those people where it's like your friendship is based solely on cars yeah and then it's like those are the ones that they never they never seem to last yeah and you know it's kind of been cool to kind of being like in a sense a mentor to west in the car world because and recently, um, he just attended the Adam LZ Invitational, and it was funny because he was like, at first, like months before that, man, I, I don't think I'm gonna go. I tell him, like, bro, you're gonna end up there somehow, some way. Like, I just know. Next thing you know, he he calls. He's like, so um, I'm going to the Adam LZ Invitational. <laughs> Uh, you know, you want to tell the story on how that happened, Wes? Um, okay, so basically, I have a good friend named Anthony. Uh, you guys may know him as Halcyon Photos, or Halcyon. Um, he's a cinematographer, and long story short, he was supposed to be a cam op, which is a person who, you know, operates the camera for live events. And he was supposed to be a cam op for the LZ Invitational, uh, but he couldn't make it because tuner evolution miami was that same weekend so he texted me and he was like um i can't film at this this event so i gave them your phone number like he didn't even ask me he just gave them the phone number and i was like okay that's sick first of all thanks but i didn't even know if i could make it so uh, adam lz's manager called me and he was like hey he gave me a rate and he's like uh we need you for two days saturday sunday uh doing cam op stuff and I was like, all right, sure. You know what I mean? So I was like, whatever, I'll take I'll take the trip down to the uh, racetrack. And I drove over there and we filmed. And I started looking around at the people that I was like, you know, working with. And these are all like, like big people. You got Divine Media. Uh, I was over there with Terminal 5. If you guys don't know who Terminal 5 is, that's the uh, wide body Miata uh, that was associated and built with Johnny Grunwald. Uh, hung out with Johnny Grunwald, Larry Chen, um, oh man, there, there's so many people there I can't even remember, you know. But it was it was a pretty awesome experience, and it was it was something that I really wasn't expecting. Like Devonte said, I, I wasn't even planning on going because I was coming out to Arizona, and um, I was I, I've been so packed up with work, but I figured I could fit it into my schedule, and it was an absolute blast. I got to take photos with Adam and Colette, uh, talk to Samit, and just a bunch of these different YouTube dudes. Picked their brain for a bit, networked. And it was a good time. So, yeah, and you know, for those that may not understand, like how big of a deal it is, because again, you know, we 
don't really touch too deep into car stuff, but we're kind of getting to that point where we're going to start. Adam LZ is the biggest. Yeah. He, he, like, has, he has signs of his face at AutoZone. Uh, him, I'd say him and Hurt are two of, like, yeah. in the car world, they are, like, our culture's biggest influencers. Because, mm-hmm. crazy enough, like, uh, I had somebody arguing with me the other day, like, oh, um, like, I don't see too many, uh, African Americans in cars, and I'm like, well, crazy enough, one of the biggest car influencers is actually a black dude. Yeah, I can crazy agree. enough. I can agree with that statement and disagree with that statement because, like, there are a lot of African American folks in the car. Community. Oh yeah, there it are is, influencers. It is, it is now. It, yeah, yeah, now before it was like, like very when I was coming up. It was it yeah, was, it was scarce. Yeah, and few yeah. Between. But now the influencer, the influencer side. There's not. There's still not a lot of exactly. There's. There's. Her is like the pinnacle top creator that has a following. But like, aside from maybe Zosh, her, Gary, and maybe a handful of others, there aren't a lot of big. Zosh is so hard for me because it's like I. I give the kid his credit, bro. Mm -hmm. Like every day, I will always give him his credit. It's just. He he gets to a point. I'm like, okay, bro, you're you're a little too much. I haven't watched his content in a while. Um, like I'm like, it, it, he's really he's really big with David Patterson. Yeah, yeah, that's the same problem I have with the Eliminate crew. Like Randy specific. Like there's times he's just a little too much. I'm like, bro, calm down. David Patterson. Calm down. I feel like I, I remember I remember young David back in the day because mm-hmm. he's he's from around my neck of the woods. So yeah. it's like we remember him like years like when he wasn't famous or anything mm-hmm. like he was just a just a kid you know at the car meets he's such a down-to-earth guy though oh, yeah. you would you would genuinely never know that he was like a huge youtuber guy oh yeah unless you like, followed him he's such he's such a kind person like, oh, we, yeah. we, well i mean i i met him before he was mm-hmm. famous but i met him again like afterwards he actually did a review on one of my homeboys cars mm-hmm. and um like talking to him i mean he was still like the same guy yeah. Like the same guy he was before, you know, he was famous. He He's was the same dude. And that that's why I really like because there are certain influencers that I won't name, but there are certain influencers that have a very <laughs> I type know of, you're uh, talking. About. They, they, they have a they have a very type of air about them, and there are people in the community that are still really down to earth, and they have a they have a large following, but they're still you know nerdy car guys, just how we are. Oh, yeah, and that's right. that's what I really appreciate about a lot of the people that I'm surrounded by because these guys have. You know, tens of millions of views. They have hundreds of thousands of followers across all platforms, sometimes millions. Uh, but there, there are people that are still very, very down to earth, and they're very grassroots when it comes to this kind of thing. So that's yeah. why I, I associate my people, I associate myself around certain people because I might hang around people who may have a little bit of a following, but it's not exactly everyone. I guess that's my why I was always never a big social media guy mm-hmm. is because. I don't, I'm not going to change myself to be on social media. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you should. And it's like, but I mean, you guys know how, you, y'all know me personally, and y'all know how I am. I like to joke and talk shit, and, you know, it's like, that's not everybody's thing, you know? It's like, some people might be like, oh, he's going, you know, he's going way left with that, or it's like, he's joking about some shit that's not funny, well, but, you know, I, to me, it might be funny. You know, 
getting into authenticity, just in terms of like being a, you know, whether it's social media, content creator, artist, like I've always said, like, it's a big thing for me to not put on a facade. I'll pull it at, I'll put it as, because it's like, I see people do it and it's just so funny to me because it's like, bro, like. Some of y'all, I remember when you were over here struggling, just trying to like get to this point, and then it's like now you want to act like you're too cool for school, or heck, uh, like people that we've encountered, like that that aren't really that big, but just have like a couple thousand followers, and they're putting on this facade like they got it. Like it's that. it's every tier though. Every yeah. tier of the car community has that. Well, thing. just even outside of the car community yeah. too. Like we we deal with it a lot in sneakers, oh, crazy yeah, enough. Sure. Like or oh, just sure. like fashion in general. That's like pe- the, the sneaker thing always threw me because I'm like sitting here looking at my my like my collection, and I'm like, bro, my collection shits on like half of these. Oh, crazy! No, you can just look at what he's got on feet right now. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like how many people got though? Right, and I'm like, but you never see me act like I'm better than anybody else. Exactly. You know, I, I'm still me. Well, you know, it, at the end of the day, I'm just a nigga that likes shoes. It, it like, is, it, it is crazy to me, too, because it's like, you know, there's a lot of things that I do that not too many people might not ever get the chance to do. I mean, it's like... That goes for all of us. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, I'm very blessed to have done some things that I've done, especially at my age, because, I mean, heck, like, I never would have thought I would have went overseas to Japan and Australia. I never would have thought I would have had that chance to. Oh, you got guys like, uh, like, Blanc, shout out Blanc. <laughs> boy talk about some oh it's gonna be on it's gonna be like some taking shit if I go overseas <laughs> it's like no like, it's, it's really not that serious yeah but it, it's like bro like or it's like you know us getting to go to SEMA like and people still don't realize like not everybody can do that yeah. like that's what's so crazy about it oh yeah I had like mad people hitting me up when I said I was going like how are you getting to go to that mm-hmm. I was like oh, my homeboy hooked it up like he got it I had somebody text me that was like 30 and he, he, he's like an employee at a pretty sizable like company in the car world and he's like how'd you get into SEMA and I'm like oh well I, I got a, you know I got a friend that has a business so I got in uh, under him and he's like I've been trying to go to SEMA for like 20 years and I'm like buddy uh, I'm like I don't, know what, to, right I don't know what to tell you man <laughs> like it's, it's not and I think that's another misconception with SEMA is that it is incredibly difficult to get into if you don't know anybody but it's so easy to get to know people you go to well, car shows you go crazy to enough events. too like i tell people all the time like they ask me like man what do i gotta do to get it mm-hmm. i'm like bro it's actually not that hard like bro like i told somebody you just have to have an llc mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's all you have to have <laughs> like that's what's so crazy about it it's the unfortunate truth that people want you know what we do or what we get to a you know accomplish or get to experience but they don't want to put in the work associated with it and that's the misconception i feel with social media too yeah is that you only see the w's that's like one of my exactly. biggest things. you only see 
oh, we're going to SEMA. We're shooting with these like exotic hyper cars. Oh, we're yeah. doing all this crazy stuff. And it's like, you don't see like all the, the networking that went into that. Yeah, the, the word. The phone calls, like, the cold emails, the yeah. freaking, the walking up to random strangers that look mad intimidating at parties. Like the times like you're sitting there stressing. Mm-hmm. Like, Bro, I mean, like, it's 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 unbearable at times, and it yeah. makes it make. I mean, I, I do I do endless media full time, and oh yeah, and I, I commend you for it because it's, it's like it's even not easy. Try, oh, I know. I tried to detail full yeah. time. It's not easy when 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 you have client droughts. It's the worst because it's like, um, I have bills to pay, and those bills do not stop when I don't have work. Exactly. So like that that's when when you kind of delve into pricing. And you're like, oh, well, they, this costs this. And people are like, why does this cost so much? And it's like, because it's a way of life. Not only is it a way of life, but it's like, it's a standard. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're paying for the quality of work. Oh, yeah. Doing. And I mean, I've had some people ask me, too. Because, I mean, obviously, with me detailing, I go through the mm-hmm. same thing. Why does this cost so much? Yeah. Like, I've had somebody ask me about your pricing. And I'm like, well, you got to think, bro. Like, what he does and the fact of the matter that I can actually explain because I do video and edit too, mm-hmm. what you do is miles beyond what I even can do. So I know how much harder it is. It's it's the, the basics the basics to basically break down what I do to a normal person is to think of a film set. Think of your favorite movie, right? And all the work that went into that movie. And the hundreds of people that worked on that movie. Now imagine all of those jobs given to one person. That's what I do. I do location scouting. I make sure I talk to the right people to get permits. Uh, I have to go to the actual location. Then I've got to schedule a client. I've got to talk with them on the phone. I've got to see what they're looking for. I have to storyboard. I have to get the resources to use to create the video. Then we have to go to the spot. We have to film the video. We have to do multiple takes. We have to do audio. We have to do video. We have to do... Uh, you know, multiple things over and over again because you never get that perfect shot the first time. Uh, and then once I go home, I got to edit. I got to transfer. I got to speak to my client, see what they like, see what they don't, go back and forth, do that. And then it's a whole other thing just for posting, studying algorithms, making sure that I'm posting at a good time of day where people will see it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. all that stuff for one price. Oh, yeah. Like um, a good example. So how uh, much do you charge to do this? Like, it, it depends on what you're looking for. Oh, That's yeah. what I always tell people. I have incredibly, incredibly different packages like, uh, for each person. You know that detailing one that he did for me mm-hmm. when I ceramic coated the Subaru that I showed you? The Subaru? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was there. So, full, full display. He cut me a deal. I cut him a fat deal. And I still had to pay 400 mm-hmm. <laughs> The The video for the two days that I filmed with him... And genuinely, like the, the video package itself, it'd probably be in the $1,500 range nowadays. Just because of the work that I'm putting in and the, the value-based pricing aspect of it, where it's like, here's what you're getting, so here's what I gotta get paid. Because if I make you one video and you get 50 clients off of that or whatever, you get 10 clients off of that. That'll pay for the video like 10 times over. Exactly. So that's another thing oh, that. Yeah, I was trying to hire him again because I got mm-hmm. this ram with Cody. And that's why, that's why I'm trying to lean towards you businesses. Gotta leave, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm trying to lean towards businesses because when I film with car enthusiasts, and mind you, I can say this all day because I'm a car enthusiast. I drive an Evo 10. Uh, it's, it's always costing me money to either drive or put parts on. So as a car enthusiast, I'm broke. And all car enthusiasts are broke, selectively broke or just broke. 
So, because that's another thing is, you know, you know, some car enthusiasts have money, but they want to allocate those funds to what they want to do. So for me to film with other people that will scoff at a $400 price tag for a one minute video, but then will turn around and buy a $1,500 carbon hood for their STI or whatever. It's not a, it's not a good balance. So that's why I'm trying to lean towards uh, businesses more in 2023 and kind of move towards the corporate side of things, making commercials for dealerships, doing that kind of stuff, because they understand that value-based pricing aspect of things, and they also understand that they're paying for something that will make them way more money than the investment they're making to have that video. Amen. So that's why I'm trying to lean more towards, next year I'm trying to lean more towards doing more yeah. company-based stuff. You know, get, getting back to the whole authenticity thing, you know, mm-hmm. Everything I see you do, I mean, because, hey, you know, I talk to you on a regular basis, so I see the struggle you go through, and, you know, like, hey, I even talked about it a bit um, myself with this year, uh, you know, sadly, I lost my grandmother, like, right before we were going to SEMA, and, you know, that was a tough trip for me to be on, because, you know, we did the funeral, like, literally, like, a week like a weekend before we even had to leave and you know it obviously i i typically always try to film at a SEMA. Mm-hmm. like i couldn't even be in front of a camera like hey even still now that's why he had to host this sneaker of the year because i just didn't want to be in front of a camera mm-hmm. and you know it's like people don't see that side like or some people just refuse to, you know, show that side because they want everything to be like you said. They just want to show the dubs. Like, yeah. you know, I'll show you all the L's I take because I'm not ashamed of them. It comes at a it comes at a price, unfortunately, too, in today's society because uh, perception is reality. Oh yeah. So if I post on Instagram, oh my Evo's wheels are curved up and I haven't had a front bumper for a year and a half. People are going to think, oh, my God, this guy's a dork. You know what I mean? But if I'm like, oh, yeah, I just I just hung out with Adam LZ. I was switching shots with Larry Chen. You know, I'm out here. People are like, oh, my goodness, I want to live his life. You know what I mean? I want to do what he does. And I've had people ask me that. How do I do what you do? How do I be like you? And I'm like, you don't want to be like me. You're not built for the kind of life that I live. And it's not like a, oh, I'm better than you kind of thing. It's just no, that it ain't it's easy. It's just reality, This is saying. If you work a, if you work a nine to five... You have that constant paycheck. You could hate your job, oh, but you yeah. know every week or every you're couple of weeks paid. you're gonna get some bread. You know what I mean? But you might hate your job. Oh, I hate it here. I wish I, I wish I could do what Wes is doing. Uh, he can he can film whatever he wants. He can go wherever he wants. He can travel however he wants. But for me, it's like okay, I don't have stability ever, and no entrepreneur. I don't care what you could have the most successful entrepreneur ever. No entrepreneur will ever have 100% stability. Because there's always a what if. What if I don't get any clients this month? What if prices go up on gas and people can't afford a shoot anymore? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many variables yeah, as a business owner. I'm always on my toes. And that's why I always tell people, you know, owning a business, like, mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's cut out for it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, have to, I have to, I guess, take the time to thank everybody that has made this a reality. Because I have... I have good friends that will kind of get me out of a jam if I need a little extra bread, if I need some extra clients, if I need to, uh, you know, find a way to travel somewhere. Uh, same thing with Devonte here. I mean, he, I, I didn't have the money to pay him yet for SEMA. But he's like, oh, I got you covered. Pay me back whenever. You know what I mean? 
if I didn't have the friends and assets that I had, I would not be anywhere. And that's that's another thing is I never want to make it seem like I'm like it's a one man show. You know, what I mean, it's always all glory to God. And it's always, you know, the friends and family that I have backing this. This is not a this is not a one man operation. Oh, amen. Amen. Well, I mean, it's like that. I, I say that it's that way for, for anything you do. You know, it's like everyone likes to, you know, make it seem like it's it's all it's all them. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's never all you no matter what you do. It's just like you always got like a team behind yeah, you. Yeah, you always have your support family group. or your oh, friends. Yeah. Like it's you always have somebody that's, mm-hmm. that's got your back no oh, matter what. I always make the argument too. Like you look at all these like famous musicians, artists, actors, like Name me one exactly. Name me one person that did it on their own. I guarantee you can't. If you do, it's a very rare occurrence. Yeah, but I mean they got managers. They got exactly. You you almost can't make it by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like it. Heck, even when there was like a lot of us with um, you know, at the time it was just sneaker talk. Before I switched it to divergent being, why do you think I was always trying to get everyone together? Because I realized, hey, I can't do this all by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain things I'm just not good at that I need somebody to kind of help me out with. I think Obviously, so. that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm basically doing most of it with just me and Eddie now. And, you know, the occasional, like, I'm bringing on other people to help out. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, that's why I always tell Wes, like, bro, like, if there's anything I can help you out with, please let me know, because I'm more than willing to do it, because I believe in what you're doing so much. I think that's, too, what, what people get kind of twisted, because this is such a dog-eat-dog world that people don't want the handout. Oh, yeah. When people are like, yo, I got you. I love what you're doing. I want to help you out. I want to be a part of this. People are like, yo, back up. Why are you trying to eat off my plate? And that's something that I think, you know, like I had to learn myself is that before, I mean, you know, being 19, I'm still young. So a lot of people in the game that are older than me try to take advantage of me. They're like, oh, I I see this cat's young and he doesn't know as much as I do. So I'm going to try to take advantage of him this way. I'm going to try to get some free free footage out of him. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to do that. So I kind of had like a, a shell, like a protect myself shell. Uh, in the beginning of this year, like moving to Florida, but I, I'm really thankful for my circle and who I have around me because it's kind of opened my mind up to like collaborating with other cinematographers and like moving with people rather than going against the grain all the time because there, there are assets I have that I wouldn't have if it weren't for the people that I surrounded myself with. You know what I mean? So I, I think that two, that's another problem that people may have when it comes to growing as a cinematographer or a photographer or whatever they're doing in the sneaker world, in the car world, in the film world or whatever, is that they want to do things by themselves. And that can be good, but that can also be toxic because people could be like giving you a handout saying, hey, I need your help. I think you can do this. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this because you're going to try to take advantage of me. So I think that, that there's a balance that you have to have where you protect yourself from the snakes that are out there but you have to be open to collaborate with people because at the end of the day, there's enough food for all of us and we're all, you know, trying to eat. I mean, I don't, I, I, I do agree with you that it, like a lot of people are like that mm-hmm. where, you know, if somebody is like, you know what, I, I fuck with what you do and I, I you know, I want to, I want to give you a, give you a hand with this or they may have some work 
for you to do. Like, I got a guy that you can film, you know, I know this, this will be good for him and you. But then it's just like you don't want to do it because you're just like, well, what's the catch? Yeah. It's like, is there, it's like, that's not a catch. Like, not everybody is out to get you, you know? Mm-hmm. I had to learn that the hard way myself. So, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I get it. You no, know? I think we all have. Yeah. Because people suck, though. Like, there's, there's, there's oh, two yeah, very different sides. Oh, yeah, we're not this year. There's yeah. two very different sizes. There are people, I, I, I keep, I keep shouting out Ant, but I got to give it to Ant because Ant will literally call me and say, hey, I got work for you right now. Go get it. You know what I mean? And this dude has hundreds of thousands of followers. Uh, he's got millions of views. And he's like, yo, I got you right now. Go grab this. You know what I mean? So I got people like that on that side. And then there are other people that will, like, conveniently forget to pay me. Or will, like, will, like be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, bro. I'm like, you, you can come film with me and I'm, I'm going to pay you this. I'm going to pay you that. And they try to make it seem like, they try to make me seem like I'm dumb. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, bro. Uh, we're a really prestigious company. Come film us a 10-minute video. We'll pay you 300 bucks. And it's like, I think that's another thing too, is that people kind of take for granted that I do have experience, even though I'm young, because I've had people do that. Like, oh, we are a prestigious company in this local spot of Orlando or of Phoenix or whatever. Come film us a abnormally long video and we'll pay, we'll do you a favor. We'll pay you 400 bucks for a 10 minute video. And a couple of years ago, me would be like, oh, I'm gonna do it for the experience. But now it's like, those people don't want to help you. They want to see what they can squeeze out of you, and then they'll throw you to the side. Oh, yeah. So there's there's a mix of both. There's there's always going to be a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Always. Amen. So, let me ask y'all. 2022, any regrets? Regrets? Uh, I can't say off top that I have any, like, real regrets. I mean... Been a pretty smooth year for the most part. I don't have any major regrets. Um, I feel like I always have regrets in my personal life, but major regrets, like I mean, there's always like those. There's always like, I wish I would have did that. Yeah, those little things. Yeah, that, like, man, I wish yeah. I. Like, wish I could have did this. I wish I could have done that. But like, did it affect anything? Did it affect you know? anything major? No, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. So I don't really have any huge regret. Regret. I think okay, being realistic with myself, I think one genuine regret that I have is that I wish that I would have gone to more events this year because I thought I was doing myself a favor by going to a couple events. Yeah, I went to the most events I've ever been to in my life. I went to Tuner Evolution Orlando. I went to FD Orlando. I went to SEMA. I went to the LZ Invitational. I went to Legends Orlando almost every week or every month. Um, but there was so, there was a WEC Fest in Florida or Week Fest or however you say that. Um, Gatlinburg was in Tennessee. I could have taken a plane there. Like there was so many different I'm surprised events. You didn't go to WEC Fest. That's what I'm saying. There's there's so many things that I could have done this year. That I, I was too caught up in my personal life and my, my personal depression and anxieties that held me back from doing more business wise. So I think that would be that's what I'm saying. I think that would be my biggest regret. That and not not covering more content of my personal car on my page. But that I'm fixing that problem next year. Because if I film more videos of the Evo, the Evo would would probably it would probably take off just because of the curiosity aspect of like Oh, well, this dude's 18 and he has an Evo. Oh, this dude's 19 and he has an Evo 10, fully built transmission, big turbo. Like, he's got to be doing something special. You know what I mean? So I feel like I could have grown a bit of an audience if I paid yeah. more attention to that. So I wish I wouldn't. That's that's my regret. I'll give you that. I, I, I wish I wouldn't have dragged my feet so much when it came to forward progression in my business. 
and just in my life in general. If I hadn't dragged my feet so much, I would be, I'd be a lot further on. I wouldn't really say I have any. Like at first, I I thought to myself, you know, could have handled certain situations better. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, well, I mean, to be fair, I really didn't do anything wrong. You you know what I'm talking about, Eddie. So, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I don't regret nothing. Um, but you know, just yeah, like y'all said, little things like ah, maybe I should have did this better, maybe I should have did that better. Yeah. Honestly, now that I'm seeing some success, and it, it, I wouldn't even really say it's success. It's just like just rant. It, I probably should have got more into you know doing more gaming videos. Because crazy enough, like I made one recently. And my favorite skateboarder, Shane O'Neill, actually saw it. And I was geeking out. Cause I'm like, I told him even when we DM, like, honestly, bro, I didn't even think he would see this, to be honest with you. So it was pretty cool for me. But um, I, I would say that um, definitely should have did a lot more just with the detailing business. Uh, but, I mean, obviously, that that's just the part of owning the business you know you're gonna fail in certain things so all you can do is just get better at them i wish i would have believed in myself a little more this year <laughs> that too you know what i mean because if we if yeah. we have more confidence in business people, confidence is 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 like the biggest key to success in yeah. business because I, there are people that are worse than what worse at what we do that are in higher spots than us oh yeah and it's because they got confidence you know what i mean you, you can do you can walk into a Anywhere you want right now with a with a neon vest and a clipboard and some confidence and you can get anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Confidence is is one hundred percent what I want to work on next year and not being a you know a butthead about it, but being like you know what I'm good at what I do so I, I got to be a little more confident because when when you don't have confidence in business or in your dealings of business, people are like okay if this dude's not confident in his skills, why would I be confident in his skills? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's fair. That's fair. So that's another thing I want to work on is, is being a little more confident. That's fair. Fair point. Fair point. So, 2023, fellas, how we feeling? Uh, I'm just going to hide under a rock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 2023, man, I, I, I think that it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a good year. I need to, I definitely need to get back on my car grind for sure. Oh, we're going to talk about how this man said, and he tried to tell us in the hardest way he possibly could. Man, I like y'all. Oh, you're going to tell the podcast that? We're going to tell the podcast that? No, I don't think we should, I don't think we should, I don't think we should. That's that's a little too crazy. Yeah, we are gonna let that one slide. Nah, 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 nah. We, no, I think I think that I think the three of us will do some do some shit this year. Th- he's doing it again. See, no, he's doing it again. He's doing it right now, bro. Because you talking about because both well both of y'all are talking about y'all want to get y'all car shit popping this year. Mm-hmm. I want to get my shit popping this year. So it's like. We gonna do some shit this year. Yes, for I, sure. Like, I don't, I don't want to sound overly ambitious, but twenty twenty three will be the biggest year I have ever experienced in my life, and that is just because of all the work that I put in from the previous years to lead up to this moment. Uh, the people that I know, the phone numbers that I have, 
um, the places that I've been and the resources that I have now attained is going to make this year monumental. There's 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 no doubt in my mind. I, I, I'm trying to uh, build the Evo so that I can bring it to shows and do like a full endlessmedia.com livery on it. So everywhere I go, it's like a giant billboard. You know what I mean? I want to reach out and work with more creators. I want to uh, go to more shows. And this year specifically, I want to be at SEMA with a media pass. Because attending with Devontae with the buyer pass is cool because I'm at SEMA. But if I have a media pass, I can go wherever I want to go to take photos and videos. So that's that's 100%. Don't worry, man. I'm I'm a try my best to make sure I can get you one. Yeah, because if I, if I had that little green badge, there were dudes that were going into the VIP booth at Hoonigan. They didn't even have the wristband on. And they were walking in because they had the media badge. And, I mean, chances are next year I'll probably just be in the Hoonigan booth because of Gary. I'm sure he'll probably give me a wristband or something. But, like, I want to be at the media pass level so that if I want to go to eBay Motors or Hoonigan or wherever, all I got to do is, yo, media pass, come in, take some photos, and I'll have, I'll have better content than everybody. Yeah, I mean, just, just because I'll be able to get there. Yeah, I mean, like I told y'all, man. Um, oh, man. Oh, the, we, before, we, before you say that. What's up? Remember, I, we gonna, when I was told you, I was like, uh, since he got the contacts at Hoonigan now, I'm just like, yo, you should see if you could get us on Hoonigan so me and you can drag race on, on that this versus that. <laughs> no, I'm not racing that GTO, man. That's asking to get a butt whooping. I'm going to pay off that. You know what? Okay, look, 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 look. If somehow that's possible, if somehow I can get a workaround, I'm like, oh, let's make it this versus that episode, whatever. Let me get my GTX 3575R, whatever it's called. Let me get that and tune it. I'll leave the motor stock. I'll do stock motor. Just let me get a better turbo and build the head so I can make around like 5, 515, 520. Nigga, my motor is stock. Like, what are you talking You're about? You're making like almost 700 horsepower, Eddie. No, it's like six. It's like six. <laughs> I'm making like four. I'm making like four. And I have a, I have a 62 millimeter. My turbo is the size of your head. And I'm making like 400 horsepower. That's a tuning issue, bro. All I gotta do is put my injectors are too small. I got 1160 injectors. Again, tuning. I'm, I'm about issue. to go with. Some, <laughs> I'm about to go with some fat, juicy, like what, what, 1600 dollar or 1600. What do you got on it now? Uh, 1100 cc uh, fuel injector. Oh. Yeah. Who? It's on. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. My excuse, my excuse, is that I am pushing stock pressure. 20 pounds. 20 pounds of boost. And you and you you're you're an Evo owner. And you know, in order to make big power on an Evo, you have you to do what? Run boost. You gotta run hella boost. That's why I'm like, why, that's why I'm sitting here like asking, like, what do you mean? Like, all I gotta turn do your is, damn boost up. All I gotta do is turn the boost up. And turn the boost it. up and advance the timing a bit, and I should be able to make like 420 on pump. I'm, I'm not running E because it's my daily driver. Once I get a daily, the car's going on E, and well, I should my, be able to make my, like my, SR, my SRT4 had a 62 millimeter turbo on it. You wanna know how much horsepower it made? <laughs> like, probably like four something. Low boost tune, I made 430 and 360. Good lord. High boost tune, I made like five, was it 550? Man, I would have an SRT4 if they were all wheel drive, man. Then on the E85 with high boost, I made 628 and 543. That was one motor though. But still. You're not doing that on stock motor. No, no, no. That's, but that's the, the thing too. Is but, the, but 
fuel injector size, yes. turbo size, yes. same as yours. Mm -hmm. So it's like, bro. It's, like you, it's, that's doing? what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it's my daily, so that's why I'm not pushing hella. Bro, I can push almost 30 pounds on that thing. So why it, don't it, you? Because it's my daily. And so I don't want to be out with my buddies and I do a pull and I freaking blow a hose like Chris did. And my motor explodes, and then I, I have to drive my mom's Dodge Journey around for a few months. You know what I mean? So, so listen, listen. The plan is there's this local parts, uh, like like race car parts place or whatever, where they pull stuff from broken cars mm -hmm. uh, called TAE Auto Parts. And they, they have, <laughs> I know about you know TAE. TAE okay, yeah. right. So TAE is out in Florida. Yeah, I know. And um, I've bought stuff from them before. Dude, they, they get freaking Evo tens all the time, and they mm -hmm. get rally arts all the time. So all I gotta do is pull a four B eleven from a rally yard and start building and put like you know Walbro stuff on it, Wiseco pistons, manly rods, build the whole motor. I'd be like a stroker kit and have it sit in the garage and beat the fool out of my four B eleven right now as soon as it blows. Like I already got a full fully built transmission, you know what I mean? So just beat the fool out of the motor till it blows and then put the built one in there. But you do know that you can run thirty pounds with this one on a stock motor, yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean I want to. Why the hell not, dude? I ha see that's the thing too is I'm traumatized a little bit because let me be honest. Devonte knows the Miata story. Devonte was there when I bought it. You, you're an Evo guy, bro. That's the that is I'm like a, right I am an passion. Evo guy you, that drives it daily, though. And I got you. Do you know how many miles I got on that car? Bro, I drove mine daily. But do you know how many I miles used I got? To on have my car? one of them. Do you know how many miles I got on my car? Doesn't matter. 150k. Doesn't matter. 150k? No, I'm not playing that game. I'm not playing that game. We're I'm not playing the high boost. Bro, I'm not playing high boost on a 150,000 mile motor. 30, 30 pounds of boost is a realistic number on an Evo. You got to think about it. But yeah, they are made a, that because they're super a, low compression. A, they're like nine to one compression. A Evo runs like 20 pounds stock. Yeah. Pushing 30 is not that big of a jump. It's not like you're going from a car that wasn't turbo and then you put a turbo kit on it and yeah. then put 30 pounds of boost. It's not, it's not the same. Yeah. So I don't know. Thirty I, pounds of boost is. is I would little. feel much more comfortable if I had a daily. If I had, a, if I just bought myself a little like Toyota Corolla or something to drive around daily, I would freaking. When my Evo, I would put that thing on E and put it on like thirty three pounds of boost. When my Evo was on stock turbo, mm -hmm. when I was daily driving it, I ran like twenty eight pounds. And, well, I'm not. I'm not fun. external wastegate either, though. Huh? I'm not external wastegate. Neither was I. Man, that's you. You got it. I was on a I don't look, have my, it like my, that. My, my, on 28 pounds, I had a thousand cc injectors, uh -huh. full bolt ons, uh -huh. and that's it. What, what was what was it, that, it um, made like this? It made like three, it was like 360 something wheel horsepower. What's what's that it, saying? You're above my tax bracket, bro. That was like <laughs> 10 years ago. That was 10 years you're ago. You're talking to a 19 year old with a daily driver Evo 10 in a photography business. Must be nice. I am not. Mm, don't say that. <laughs> nah, but dude, this was this was ten years ago. Realistically, when I had when I had that setup, this was ten years ago. Realistically speaking, <laughs> when I get back to home, it's all business, and the first part of business is buying a freaking car, like a little like a little chiquito, like Honda Civic or something. Because once I do that, I can go crazy on the Evo. But that's why I have it. The, besides the financial aspect of it. I'm too scared to highly modify my car. My car's full bolt-on. I've got like the ETS 
tubular manifold kit. I've got the big turbo. I've got the open mouth downpipe with the with the O2 dump. I've got all that. You know what I mean? But I don't turn it up because I'm like, if something goes wrong, I'm out of a car, and I don't know how long I'm gonna be out of a car. Well, let me tell you something, Junior. Oh something can go wrong right now. I know, you don't but there's a lesser turn, chance. You don't even have to turn the boost up for something to go wrong. You period. 380 horsepower to the wheels is much safer than 480 horsepower to the wheels on an Evo. Chris was making, Chris was making, I think that was another thing that traumatized me was Chris, freaking his motor, like, blowing up. Chris was making, like, 490 in his motor. Chris who? Chris, Black Chris. How many Black Chris's are there in the Chris world? Chris does cars, Chris. White Evo 10, oh, Bears oh, 10. Oh, Chris, oh, that, Chris, Chris. Yeah, Chris, Chris. Like, like, he blew that motor he won't even make it that much. What's call it? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He, in the vacuum line, pop, vacuum line popped he was, off. I Boom. Mean, he was only making like four motor grade, four hundred. Exactly my point. Look at okay. Look at Brian. Brian's car is down. Mind you, he, he's got a fully built motor. Uh, he had he brought which he bought which call it's last car. Uh, Thunder Thunder Landscaping. I can't remember his name. Brian Brian who? Brian can't. He bought with the red one. With the red one, he yeah. bought that. He bought the Evo Ten off of um, Roberto. Roberto had the fastest Evo Ten in Arizona. He had like he had like eight hundred, nine hundred horsepower on the Evo Ten. Uh, it's not working right now because when when Brian bought it, it's not working. But Evo Tens, bro, are not reliable once you start putting. So how they do with the red? The red. He still got it. But that one's pushing like six feet. Alright. Uh, I'm, I'm all right. Devontae's car is too slow for this conversation. He don't even have a modified car. One, I love how I asked y'all about 2023 plans. We are talking we are you talking Chris? about 2023. You mean Chris Chris? Chris with the braids. <laughs> so anyways, let's get back to the actual well, he conversation. Braids. He did? Yeah. Before he got the waves? Then talking about, no. talking, talking about with the white tan, right? Yes. Yeah. He had dreads. He had dreads. Stop yeah. playing. Dude, I've known Chris. Since when, bro? I've known Chris for like three years. Bro, I've known Chris since like 2008. Oh, no, nah, nah. Like, I've, I've known Chris for a long time. Like, me and him, like, when we were, we lived in Ohio together. So, uh, I, I knew him so like way back. 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 Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Bro, yeah, he, that's he, crazy. He, he used to have dreads. Yeah. Now yeah, he's yeah. got a family. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to the actual conversation. Devontae Daly drives a what? You got a fusion. A Ford fusion. Hey, look, but has my car ever been broken? Not mine. No, it has not. Mine hasn't either. Uh, my Evo has never broken down mechanically. Why are you looking at Eddie? He's not going to tell you otherwise. Has my car ever broken down mechanically? Not that I know of. My car has never broken down uh, mechanically. There was one time that I was tired one night and I forgot to tighten my lugs and my lugs were rusty, so one of my studs broke. That's, That's still broken, so. <laughs> but it's still, you can still drive it with that. I no, mean, no, I had to, I had to get towed. Oh my, oh, oh, my studs oh, were oh, like this. Oh, my studs looked like they were throwing up gang signs. All of them. All of them. Oh, oh, oh. No, on the left side. That's the broken. Right. I, I, I thought you broke. That's broken. That's broken due to me being stupid and operating. Hey, that's still broken. So fix no, yourself, you dog. A mom car. I actually no, I drive a father car. Yes, exactly. <laughs> get it right. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, look, gets me from point A to point B, dog. Yeah. I get there to point A. Hey, look, but like, 2023, you know, by the end of the year, I'm going to have something. You know, I'm excited for you, and I, yeah, I, I'm I, not I've even been, joking. I've been waiting. I'm, I'm like, bro, you so need to get something. I am so ready for RWP Sorry. Mac. That's going to be so cool. 
Freaking yeah. RWB Matt is gonna be so sick. I don't think that's gonna happen in 2023. Bro, I, 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 he, he gotta got find one first. <laughs> it won't happen in RWB won't happen in 2023. Oh, now, Porsche, getting, getting Porsche the Porsche, yeah, that could possibly happen. I don't know, bro. We might have matching 911s though if everything goes right. Don't do that. Don't be yeah, that. Yeah, that would be so tough. Or if we did some type, what, what, we, what, what color we, would you have? What, 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 the, what the fuck are we gonna do? We gonna have all three of us gonna be rolling in black nine eleven. Yes, we gonna be riding trucks with them shits. We gonna be pulling up alongside eighteen oh wheelers. Oh my god! We gonna put green underglow on the motherfuckers so And look, man, we all, you know what? I'm dubbing this trio the Rock Boys. Hey, you see Condor Man? Hey, the what? Condor Man. Dude, there's this movie. This is like it's, it's trash. The movie sucks. But there's this movie from the '80s called Condor Man, and there's like these gangsters, and they all have black, like slant nose nine thirties. Oh they, yeah, I have seen yeah, that. I've seen like clips of it. Yes, but that's how we would be. That's how we would be. Three me, black nine elevens on the highway. You know, you know, I'm definitely making my returns to the car scene. One hundred percent. You know, I will say this because we've talked about this a lot. Arizona's car scene has been dead for it a long sucks. time. Twenty twenty. When was it alive? Oh, uh, long before you were in it. To be fair, no. Actually, well, so I mean, dorky when, did, now? when did y'all? When did y'all get into like get you was, know, get it popping? Okay, so I was fourteen when I really got into it, and so I was what, born five in two thousand three. Yeah, so like, like five years ago. So twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, like when I moved here in twenty sixteen. It was decent. Yeah. 2017 was still good. 18 was good. It didn't really die until like 2020. Yeah. You can't grow. Okay. When COVID happened and yeah, and the meat all got shut down, it was yeah. like it, it's never recovered from that. I just you can't grow here though. That's the thing is like the the Arizona car community. There's nothing big out here but the heart of racing, which people don't even know that. The heart of racing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, the the. Who's that dude that drifts that Aston Martin? He drifts an Aston Martin. He, dr- he drifts a V12 Aston. Uh, Darren Kelly. Jesus Christ. Darren Kelly drifts a V12 twin turbo. I think it's twin turbo. I want to say. But he, he, he drifts a, van- a V12 Aston Martin. You got a Vanquish? Uh, yes, yeah, Vanquish. I'm pretty sure. Is there might a, be a Vantage. I don't remember. I'm not, a, I'm not big van- on my Aston Martin is, stuff. Vantage is a V8 car. Okay, then it's a V12. Vanquish is a V12, and I think they have a D. But he drifts that. And their their freaking shop is like downtown Phoenix, and no one knows that they're like super low key, they're like super underground. And yeah, I've never even heard. Of that's that. what I'm saying. Like Arizona is not popping like that. Hey, we what? have washed up California people, and that's about it. Well, full race is here. Well, yeah, but full race is like nah, full don't, race don't, is don't, don't no, no, no 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 no. I did a commercial for full race. race. I, I did a I did a commercial for full race. I, I talked to Jeff. He's super cool. That's not the thing. Full race is dope as heck. No shade to full race. But it's like, that's it. Vivid racing. There's also a big... But nobody... But Vivid don't get involved with the community. They don't get involved with the community like that. No, they don't. That's what I'm saying. So it's like... But people use a lot of their stuff. Yeah. When when you talk about the car community, you talk about big spots in the car community, you talk about what? You talk about Texas? You talk about Florida? You talk about California? You talk about New York? And maybe, could, maybe Chicago. You could argue Washington. And oh, yeah, of course Washington. Washington. You don't have to argue Washington. Washington for sure. Yeah. Those are like yeah, six heavy hitters. Ain't nobody saying Arizona. Arizona's like maybe thirtieth place. 
Hey, look, all I got to say is I'm going to start working to bring it back. Yeah, and make I'm taking it over the Florida scene. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> I'm taking over the Florida scene. Yeah, the Florida scene, been, they been big yeah. dog. I mean, as a videographer, I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah, the right. the work that he's done in that certain amount of time is pretty impressive. Well, I mean, maybe maybe from his his from the video the video. Yeah, like I think he's speaking more videography. Oh, yeah, no, 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 in, that's in that case, yeah, probably. Because I mean, there's a lot of... He could do that. There's so many, like, super ultra-dope photographers out in Orlando. There's, like, uh, T-Mass. He's, he's, like, my favorite photographer. But y'all got a lot of car... But, like, a lot of big-time car folks car in Florida. Yes. Like, it's but a the, lot of shit in the, Florida. The videographers are not out there like that. There's, like, there's Anthony and Mike, uh, Halcyon and Divine, but they're, at, like, the tippy-top of the film world. So they are not necessarily local because they travel. Yeah, you know I mean, mm. like Anthony's in New Jersey right now. I think. Yeah, you know I mean, they're they're all over the place. So they don't really count as Orlando or Florida videographers because they are they're they're they're, they're national. They're everywhere. Yeah. They do they do commercials for companies. They do all shows everywhere. So like locally in Florida, you have what Jimmy Oaks. Adam LZ, like these huge YouTuber dudes, but you don't have cinematographers that are filming stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? That's my thing. So that's what I'm trying to do is kind of take over the, the Florida scene as like, you know, filming cool dealerships out there, filming uh, cool car shows. That That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, I thought you were talking about you was going to take over the car scene. Oh, I'm no, like, absolutely not. That's never been my goal. Like, mm -mm. The car scene is impossible to take over at this point because everything's been done. Yeah. I mean, Adam LZ just put a four-rotor in a Mark V Supra. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't beat these dudes that have the infinite well, money glitch. Well, the, the Florida scene in the general. infinite money glitch. Well, no, the, the Florida is like that. Yeah, yeah Florida's even, really... even when I was, like, growing up, like, in when I was, like, high school, mm -hmm. big in the scene in Virginia, mm -hmm. we had some, you know, a little bit of stuff out there, too. But Florida, no, Florida, Florida was where it, it was at. Florida has you no had, you, laws. You, you had can do like, whatever you, you want. You had Titan Motorsports yep. that was killing shit in uh -huh. Florida. Real Street. Uh, they had Real Street. Yep. Um, Freaking. Uh, was I think. Um, AG Auto. No, nah, it was. It, it wasn't them. It was another another shop. They built Evos because mm -hmm. they had a couple of them in the Ultimate Streetcar Challenge that they built. Got built performance destination out there. Shout I mean, out they had a whole bunch of shit. It was like all of the dope stuff was either coming out of Florida or Cali. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was because Florida is or, or so Texas, or Florida Texas. is so wax. I was just talking to my buddy Dylan today, and he's driving this 2001 right hand drive Unos Roadster. Like an NB Miata in his right-hand drive. And I'm like, dude, how did you get that here? That car's like 20 years old. He's like, oh, it's been here since it was like six years old. Like so casually. And I'm like, yeah. the, the import laws there are so lax. You can do whatever you want. Well, they have, you can a, bring they, in whatever. They, they have a port in Florida. That, mm -hmm. That's where a lot of the... And you know those you know those port mm -hmm. dudes ain't checking nothing. Because there, there, is actually, oh, yeah. there is actually a shop. I can't remember where it is in Florida. Mm -hmm. But this dude has a garage. And it's like nothing but crazy ass like R34s. And I mean, we ain't talking about no regular R34s. Talking about... We talking about... Yeah, we talking nerd. about like the mix and all of that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. He, he has all of that nurse spec, V specs. I mean, he's got like five of them in there, and all of them are like top tier shit. Must be nice. He, I'm just like, how the fuck? Like, yeah, none, but none of them are legal. But but it don't he, matter. But he, but he has them. Yeah, cop, man, all you gotta yeah, do is like, lie to a cop and say you gotta show and display like all, all, all I gotta say is, man, like, I, I'm just gonna focus on trying to, you know, 
bring up AZ because, you know, I stopped into uh, People's Champion the other day and we got to talking. Um, and, you know, they they like what I do. Like, I, I was showing them and telling them about it and they're like, man, like, you know, it's kind of nice to see somebody actually living in AZ that's trying to do this and they're not just trying to do it just to make their way out to California. Like... <laughs> So it's like my whole focus, you know, whether it's sneakers or cars, like, bro, I'm just trying to put on for AZ, bro. And, um, you know, sneakers, like, I don't really care to take that over. Like, that's not my main thing. I know Tim, Tim probably punched in the air hearing me say that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh, like, but it, bro, it, it's sneakers, like, problem is, sneakers I, is, is, is something else. Yeah, problem is, like, I was talking with some cat through DMs the other day. I'm sorry, I forgot your name, bro, but I appreciate the conversation we had. Um, I told him, like, bro, I struggle at times, like, even wanting to do sneaker stuff because, like, I just realized it attracts so many weirdos and egomaniacs. Oh, yeah. Like, even cars do as well, but it's like, I've been in cars long enough, it's like, I can deal with that. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was all the egomaniacs when it comes to cars. It's just like certain groups of people. Exactly. Takeover kids? Uh, Not even them. It's like, because this is back when, like, years ago. Like, when I first bought my Evo. Yeah. Most of the guys that I, come, like, was chilling with, most of them drove Hondas. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, like, kicking it to meet with my boys. Guys with the Evos walk up. This you? Yeah. That's clean, bro. Thanks. Why are you over here with them? Who? With these guys? What do you mean? They're my friends. Yeah, but they're not driving Evos. Like, you need to be hanging with us. I don't fucking know you. Like, why am I going to be hanging out with you? I don't know you. Just because you drive an Evo and I drive an Evo doesn't make us <laughs> friends. Like, I don't know you. Exactly. It's like, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but I'm like, I don't know you. I've never seen exactly. you before in my life. Like, bro, like, so I'm like, what What do you mean I need to be hanging out with y'all? I don't know you. That's the thing, too, is that it's people like, are so over-familiar when it comes to that. But it's like, they think that, you know, oh, you, you drive an Evo, you should be hanging out with other Evo yeah. owners. You don't need to be hanging out with other people. Yeah. And it's like that with, with, uh, with guys with V8s. Mm -hmm. Like, when I got my GTO... I used to still hang out with my homeboys that I had met out here, and they all drove imports. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're, why are you hanging out with them? They ain't driving V8s. Yeah, but they're my boys, though. Like, I don't know nobody with V8s out here like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I bought a V8 because I wanted to try it for myself. Never had anything with a V8. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I want to try something different. So that was how that happened. And everyone, you know, I, I mean, I know people in the V8 scene now, but when I first bought the car, I didn't know anybody that, that had a V8 mm -hmm. like that. All of the people I knew were import guys. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to not hang out with my friends just because of the kind of car that I drive. And that's oh, like yeah. the egomaniac. I've always thought that was dumb. That, that, that's the egomaniac thing with, with cars is just like everyone likes to click up and it's yeah. like, oh, if you drive this, then you got to hang out and with And that's the opposite, people. like, you know, point of the car community. It's exactly. supposed to be an all-inclusive thing. But people are so overly familiar. It's with never been that. all inclusive. Yeah. Ever. And, and like, it's even, a shame. Even as a young kid, it doesn't you make it a community. Import, you had the import versus domestics, yep. and mm -hmm. you know there was always us against them. Like even you know, and that when I was like full blown, you know, 
import back as a, a teenager. It was just like it was always us against them. No, oh, you know there was never a, you know. A, I mean, it, well, it will say this: the people that were around my age that had like I had a boy in high school named Kenny, and he drove a Mustang, mm-hmm. and he was cool with us driving imports, you know, because he we went to school with him. But it's like the guys that were older, you know, like a couple years older than us, like two, three years older, driving V8s. Oh, yeah, we got looked at crazy. Like, oh, you go with those little those little rice fucking rice boxes or Cracker Jack toys or whatever they wanted to fucking call them. You know, it was always, oh, you can't can't be over here. You driving around in one of them. But early on in that high school, that was a Fast and the Furious era. So imports were like the shit, you know, it's like everybody wanted one. But I mean, but you still had those guys that drove, you know, domestics, and they looked down on us. Those all that little slow ass car, you know, it was always something. Yeah. But and then you get whooped by a little Wuhan whistler, as Mo calls him. So <laughs> let's cap more whistles. Let, let's cap this out with this. Give me three things for twenty twenty three that you want to try to get done or accomplish. Definitely gonna get back on the car grind. Get some shit accomplished with the cars for sure. Um, sneakers. I don't. I don't really have much of a goal with sneakers next year. I mean, at this point, can you? Other than the fact, I'm telling you, you need to start posting more on social media just to help out with the with the well, brand. Yeah, that I need to. I That's need about to the most I can really say for sneakers. Sneakers, but I mean, there is probably a handful that I might try to get next year, but I'm. I'm gonna probably focus more on cars next year. Uh, definitely want to do the. Uh, definitely want to make more connections at SEMA next year. Cause like I going going this year was was a lot of fun, but this year it was more about I just wanted to see everything. And I mean I did make a few connections while oh, I was yeah. there, but I mean I was I was like more about like I want to walk around this whole fucking thing and I want to see everything I want to go all over the place so this year I, I want to focus more on like you know making the connections like actually talking to more people yeah and uh, that and then I guess the last one since I'm a homeowner I guess like maybe doing some more like home projects cause I guess like at first I thought I was gonna I was probably gonna move but now I'm like, nah, I probably will stay here for a little bit longer. And then, Especially and in this house. market. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, I might do some, you know, do some home project shit. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, I did tell myself, uh, try to break 10K with detailing this year. Um, Obviously expand Divergent Being as a whole. And I mean, I got a lot of plans for that. I mean, we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I mean, the biggest one for me is uh, yeah, just more car stuff. I mean, even with Divergent Mean too, I want to start implementing more car stuff with that. But just personally, like, yeah, I need to get back into cars because I mean, that that's always gonna be my first love, and yeah, it's like I miss it so much. So that's definitely gonna be like my number one priority. What just get you a get you a car? Yeah, and th- and I mean just start making more car content as well. So right. yeah, 
Oh, a bonus one as well. Um, probably a book a trip out to Japan, and pro I'm probably gonna do Japan and Australia in the same trip, honestly. Yeah, that's that is a bonus one for me. I, I definitely want to go go on yeah. go overseas. Yeah. So, uh, yes, since you're the guest, you get to go last. Um, I think my three major secular goals are to uh, do things right on the business side. I'm gonna get my LLC. And uh, I know you've been on my back. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to continue until I get that picture. I got it. Yeah, I know, dude. (laughs) I know. It's it's beyond ridiculous that I haven't gotten it yet. So get my LLC, do stuff right on the legal side. I also want to get, like, a a business credit card. Yeah, I've been telling you you need to get one. Do all that. That's my first, like, major, major goal. Uh, The next one is to get this Evo in show condition. Uh, talking to Mike and seeing his bagged NSX and his other bagged Toyota, uh, I think it's a Century, I'm not 100% sure. But, like, this dude has a booth with his name on it, and he's got these super sick-looking cars, and hundreds of people pass by to look at it. And I want that, too. I want to be able to park the Evo up somewhere, have EndlessMedia.com on it, um, and park it up so that people are like, oh, this is a sick Evo. And he's got a cool business. So that's definitely something I want to do. I want to get the Evo in show condition. I've got some awesome parts that I've been keeping super hush-hush on the internet. So not even the podcast gets to hear it. Uh, but I got some really cool stuff happening for the car. So that's my second goal. And my third goal is um, just filming more stuff. I want to film more cars. I want to film more companies, businesses. And I want to talk to and hang out with and film a lot of these um, you know, these new friends that I'm making uh, and get to know my assets a little more. I want to hang out with the Hoonigan team a little bit more. Uh, me and Larry Chen keep bumping into each other, so maybe he'll stop thinking I'm weird, you know? So I'm trying to, like, <laughs> network with people that are, you know, in the same type of bracket and get to know them a little bit more, but just film more cool stuff. I've got so much that I could spill right now of, of Shoots, I already have scheduled. This guy just, we just not, we ain't just gonna gloss over it like you just didn't say that. Like, oh, I'm just gonna go hang out with the Hoonigan team some more. What the fuck? Like, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like, who gets to do that? I mean, it's, the, the, so I'll say this, I'll end it with this. It's not easy to, to do this. It's not easy to do this game. It's not easy to be in this game. It's not easy to network, but it pays off. And if you really, 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 really want to be a part of what you see on YouTube or what you see on TV or whatever, you just need to get out there and talk to people. Because Amen. I didn't meet uh, Gary King and Hurt and Danger Dan. No, I didn't meet him by accident. You know what I mean? The way we got there, Dustin Williams had a had a, a Valvoline booth thing. We had a Q&A. And afterwards, we were talking to – I was talking to him, and I was like, oh, yeah, I do filming and stuff. And some lady overheard me. And she's like, oh, there's this YouTuber invite-only party. Here's a ticket. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have gotten that if I wasn't running, them out, running my mouth about yeah, what I do. Like I've always you know told I mean? you, I wouldn't be cool with Greg English if I didn't, you know, tell him, like, hey, bro, like, I'm going to be at the booth checking yeah. out your car for hours. And, and that's the you know, seat, we talk that's, at that party. That's the sales director at the exactly. biggest rap company in the world. Like, we... Oh, I'm talking about Greg. With Greg, yeah. Yeah. we do he, this, though. He was cool. Yeah. We we do this. It's not it, it, it's it's not just something that came about by chance. It's not something that we were just in the right place at the right time. Sometimes we were in the right place at the right yeah. time. But 
in order to be in the right place at the right time, you got to get out of bed, get in the car, and drive there. You know what I mean? So in order to get to places where it's like, oh, you get to hang out with the hoonigans, I had to network with them. I had to introduce myself. I had to put my pride to the side and be a fanboy. And then I started to say, well, I'm a fanboy, but I also do this. I do cool stuff. And if they're interested in that kind of stuff, you that's how you get it. You know, I just... Uh... What, one of my favorite verses ever from Conway the Machine. I'm getting better every year. They still waiting to see decline. Reinventing myself. This machine redesigned. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's hey, I remember that verse every single day and apply it to life. It's literally get off your butt and go talk to somebody. Yeah, because yeah. somebody at a show or somebody at a meet or something does something. Yep. You see this guy with a, oh, he's got a, he's got an NSX and it's like super wide body and it's got this cool stuff on it. Ask him what he does for work. You know what I mean? How do you afford this car? How do you get to drive this car? Well, I do this. Okay, well, I'm interested in doing that. How do I get to do it? Oh, here's my phone number. You can intern. You know what I mean? It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Get to know your community because somebody knows somebody else and that somebody else could be anybody. Yep. You know what I mean? That's how you get amen, in. Amen, amen. Oh, yeah. We use that. I use that to network with anybody, with anything. You always say, you hear me say it all the time. It's like, oh yeah, man, my homeboy know a nigga that know a nigga that know another nigga that know that nigga on the side. And that's how, that's (laughs) how, how but it's always like that. It's always like that. I know people that know people. Okay, okay, one of my, one of my last ones, my bonus score, whatever. I want to meet Crispy because Devontae has always said that this guy is going to be the next Crispy Medium. So that's like the, that's like the standard of the, 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 the top of the film where it's crispy media. And Chris is buddies with somebody that I'm already pretty good friends with and that I'm getting to know. So, like, that's my goal is, oh, I want to meet Chris Petruccio. So I could be like, hey, what's up, Crispy? I've been watching your videos for years. Here's what I do. So that's that's another thing. I already know people that he knows. So, so what, but what if you meet him and he turns out to be a dick? He sees he sees you he sees you, he, see, he sees your shit and like oh this nigga is coming from my head. That's like, honestly I ain't trying to be cool with you. <laughs> but, but you know what? The, I'll say this: he wouldn't be in the spot that he's at right now if he was like that. He True, wouldn't. Fair enough. Because if you if you think that somebody's gonna overtake you or somebody's gonna pass you or somebody's better than you, so I gotta protect my stuff, you're never gonna win. Oh yeah, oh, never. Yeah, Chris yeah. is in an untouchable spot because of of his personality. I can already mm-hmm. tell. You know, I mean, a lot, a lot of these dudes. Dudes. A lot, of, a lot of these dudes that are at the tippy tip top, they are like a warm hug to talk yeah, to. They're yeah, super dope. I also hope you uh, join us for Australia because I got oh, some dude, contacts out to, there. I want to talk to David, bro. Oh, yeah. Him I, I and, might and Josh, be able to set that up. Him and Josh and uh, Grant, Glenn, Coco and all that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I might be able to help you. Man, if I, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I do make it to Australia, I want to meet the mighty car mod. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> those, those dudes make some dope videos. Man. Oh yeah. Did you see their new um their new Turbo and Temples video? Mm-hmm. Did you, when they, they bought the they bought the FD? Yeah, bro. I'm just like, man. I was like, that's crazy. Well, let's finish this off. I just want to, you know, finish this off with this. You know, um, we started this some months ago. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I started to be petty. If I'm really being honest, yeah, <laughs> that's a long story. <laughs> but um, at the same time, me and Eddie have been talking about starting this podcast for uh, since we first met. You know, we both realize, you know, we're into a lot of the same stuff, if not pretty much all the same stuff. So it just kind of worked. So, um, 
appreciate y'all for listening to this, man. You know, I know we uh, sound crazy a lot of the time. This I know, is just, I know we ramble nice. on a lot of yeah. time, but we're going to get better at that. I'm going to make sure of it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like, I just want to continue putting out the best content I can possibly put out for anybody that watches you know, our videos with, you know, Sneaker Talk, Drinks and Kicks, shows that I'll make in the future. And, you know, definitely, Wes, we gonna be getting you more involved this year in content, because like I told you, I got some stuff for him. Yeah, oh, for sure. We, we, we gotta have him around. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. But, you know, again, I appreciate anybody that listens to this podcast yeah, and, if, y'all, uh, if y'all listening to the very end of this i'm dropping a one of one r35 gtr drift car video i'll leave his Go check that ig and the bio <laughs> and but until next time you know everybody enjoy their new years please be safe you know you need to talk with somebody please do that you know heck DM me. I will talk to you if you got something on your plate. Have a designated driver, y'all. Of course. Please. Of course. Something. Uber. Anything. Yeah, for real. Do not not drink and drive this New Year's. Please don't. And, you know, you got goals that you're trying to get done. You know, just think back about if you got this far in podcast. Just, Just think about this. We just sat here and told you about all the stuff we go through on a daily basis, and we still find a way to get it done. So put that into perspective, and whatever goals you got, you got, you want to get done, go get it done. No excuses. Nothing to it but to do it. Yes, sir. Till next time, y'all stay blessed out here. Take it easy.